How you doing, everyone? Isaac here, and I am with Phil Kennedy. He is the artist of the Center of the Door album that I have in my hand right here. And uh, Phil, thank you for coming by and just wanted to ask you a little bit about your album. And does this tell me a little bit of information, which you, uh, how what led you to make this album? Thank you, brother Isaac. I am a songwriter, mostly. And firstly, I'm a preacher of the gospel. So the Lord has always blessed me, it seems, with a song, with a sermon, with a sermon, for the song. And that seems to be how it started when I first started preaching. So, you know, before you know it, you've written way more songs than you have sermons. And I just like to get a little group of them together now. And then it's the songs I've been singing as I travel to Mexico and this place and that and preach uh, Oklahoma or wherever else the Lord takes me. And um, I sing those songs. So I put a little CD together. Hey, look, I'm going to be honest. It's a great album. Look, even Thank my you. friend Scott Ford, I, I sent him uh a digital copy of it and he loved it he said he, he loved the album he loved the way you sing and uh it's a thank real big blessing it's a good blessing for us man thank you thank you so much and um i know that it's available in the digital world it's available with me physically if you just uh message me or try to friend me on evangelist phil kennedy uh facebook and uh the other information i'm sure you can you can give them right well we know for sure it's on apple music and it's on spotify where you can find the cajun conservative and brothers just search and go ahead and look it up after you listen to our podcast go listen to a little bit of phil kennedy's album center of the door you'll be blessed i promise you Hi everyone my name is anthony james hayes you probably know me from best from brothers the searching and i'm so honored today that you meet me here i want to talk about a little bit about my book the first one I wrote was Journey of the Christians, From Dead Works to Living Faith, my very first book. It's about the story about me, pretty much going through things and how I overcome by the Word of God. And here is The New Kingdom with Liberty Man and Evil Stone. That's my second best book so far. And I want to take a little time to tell you about my second book mostly. The first one is about some children. They go to like an adventure. They go to see a new kingdom, the future, I guess you can say of God and Heisen restore the kingdom to Garden of Eden conditions and they fight good and evil and light and darkness so I encourage you to actually get these books they're available on Amazon or Barnes and Noble and then my second story Liberty Man a man who fights for freedom and he takes off the chains of tyranny of the kings of tyranny off of him so he finally gets free and I hope you find out his journey and how he got free and so on and then my third book, The Evil Stone, a man who actually turned to the devil, or he sold his soul to the devil for a powerful magic stone, and he had the promise of ruling the world. So I hope you enjoy these books. They're available, and they're family-friendly, and they're something you can learn with the Word of God. They're parables that you can teach your children and your grandchildren about. So I encourage you today to go to these places, and I hope you bless, and then you enjoy these books. Thank you. Cheers and good on you. Why aren't you listening to Brothers Just Searching? Why? You're about to embark on a journey through the written word of God on subjects that deal with the day. This is Brothers Just Searching. How you doing, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Brothers Just Searching, where we come together and talk about God's Word to edify the body of Christ. I'm Isaac Hayes, along with Bowen Roban, Anthony Hayes, and Aubrey Box. Guys, 
how you doing and how your week's been? I'm good. You good? I'm good. Oh yeah, we had a good uh, service over the weekend, Friday and oh, we, Saturday. Yeah, night. we had a lot of we had a lot of churches. We had a lot of church in two weeks. Oh, that's so true. We had oh, the man, it's conference been a long time. At, yeah, yeah, we had family conference at New Beginnings. And then we had it at Jimmy Swaggart's. So yeah, oh, yeah, man. That, I mean, I've been in church all my life. I think it's the most I have ever been in church. It, 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 I, I tell y'all, it's been a wonderful blessing to be surrounded by so many believers for, for such an extended period of time in that two weeks. Oh, it was, it was cool. I enjoyed it. It was refreshing. It was re- now, mm-hmm. we haven't had, I don't think we had that much church since youth camp. Yeah, back in the day. I think so. so. It was pretty good. And it's amazing. Me and Arby connected with the kids because, you know, we can't mind it. Oh, yeah. yeah. We can uh, we can have the imagination of the kids and play with them with their games. And uh-huh. they're like, oh, yeah. That was the people in the uh, the toddler's nursery. Yeah. Now I know who was in there making them uh, kids. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was us. Yeah. I thought it was Bo for a second, but he wasn't there. No, man. no, no. He would have scared him. <laughs> Bowen would be like, all right, kids, y'all gonna learn the truth. (laughs) Sit down and shut up and listen. (laughs) (laughs) Bowen, you're. uh, Are we. Hey, Bowen. Hey, Bowen, it's your time to debunk everything we just. Yeah, let us not misrepresent you. Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Just talk. We're acting like the January 6th committee right here. (laughs) It's another big word. Yeah, another big word. Go ahead. What? Hey, how you doing? Huh? How you doing? I'm doing good. No, I had a good week. I ain't complaining. Yeah. I stayed home a lot. You should have been at church with us, man. <sighs> to be honest with you, dude. No, you don't have to be honest. Like no, I need, I need to be honest. <laughs> the, 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 the deal is, is money is pretty tight for me right now. Oh, it's all mm-hmm. good. You know, uh, I can't do just what I want. Yeah, yeah, it's, a, it's a long drive, too. So the gas that I put in my car needs to last a week. And I get to guys up my car one more time after that until I get paid. So, uh, but it's summertime for you, mm-hmm. too. So Yeah. Um, it just, you know, I mean, I, I like going to Jimmy Swaggart's. But if I'm going to go over there, I got to be able to buy something to come back with. <laughs> well, that's why you didn't want to uh-huh. go. No, the it's books, not just The bookstore was tempting. Yeah, but it's not just that. It's a gas, man. Bro, I ain't going to lie to you. So, so we went ahead. We could have carpooled. Yeah. We, we, were, uh, we were there. And normally when I go, I try to bring a few dollars. Yeah. And we didn't do mm-hmm. that this time because it, Louisiana is very, very weird. One week, it's hot as hell. You can't go outside. You go outside, you feel like that guy on Indiana Jones that touched the argument. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, then, but then you go outside and you, you have an umbrella and you're like, when is going to stop? When is going to stop? <laughs> then it stops. You're like, okay, you put the umbrella up and it comes right back down on you. So I just... But anyway, going back to the Jimmy Swagger thing, when we got there, it felt so hard to walk into that bookstore and be like, Mm -hmm. I want that. I want that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't don't have that money. Every time I go, though, I usually come back with stuff. Every time. (laughs) Yeah, you got a whole library. You got a bigger library than here at the studio. Um, If I would have went and you said the common terrors were about $25. I think they were $25, dude. They were real. real. And and the DVDs were like 15 CDs and DVDs were 15. They they would have had to give me a box to bring back what I would have bought. Yeah, everything was 50% off. So, Uh, hey, Aubrey got the dictionary. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it was like a dictionary. It was like a dictionary. The the biggest book over there, I got it on sale because it had a crimp corner. A crimp corner. You got a giant print? Yeah, I got a giant print. And it got a little crimp in the corner, so I yeah. got it half off. Oh. Well, more than half. More than yeah, half. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you listen, think it would be like $15 for it? 25 
Oh, 20. Yeah, right. those bottles are usually like oh, 50, $60. $60, yeah. man. Oh. Hey, you, you see, That's Arby good. played oh, it 80. smart. LB said 80. 80. But you see, Arby played it Ooh. smart. He didn't tell people that he went grab one of those good bottles and he. Oh. <laughs> and he nah. Hey, this nah, is damage. Nah. Hey, bro. Why, why, are you, why are you saying stuff about me like that? Oh, so you did it. Arby's no, going to walk in Paris. He's going to be like, sir, you got to go out that way. Wow, just, like, what? <laughs> what? But I donate to the ministry. <laughs> <laughs> I put so, my heart and soul and and the village nah, we, yeah, yeah, we yeah, understand boy we understand so yeah I, I hope y'all understand because I really feel guilty sometimes you know? feel guilty yeah why I don't know I just feel guilty you feel guilty you need <laughs> well, to repent and come got, back huh? uh, he said he feel guilty nah, and leave. then then pay your penance bring me two packs of peanut butter cookies <laughs> <laughs> and not the dollar stuff yeah, the Walmart the, stuff I want, I want the good stuff you know <laughs> Chips Ahoy or something. <laughs> Expensive version. Uh, uh. Hey, 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 if we're gonna start preaching like that, we're gonna do it right. <laughs> hey, we could open a hey, we could open a church preaching like that though. What you mean? Nah. Hey, offer hey, hey, I hey, I tell people, hey, if uh, you wanna hey, if you wanna tie cookies to me, I will not decline. <laughs> After all, you can't eat money. Yeah. <laughs> you can't eat paper. I, I would I would give you some cookies, you know, like 10% of all my cookies, but I don't want it to be hey. idolatry. <laughs> no, no, this would be the thing. And Corey said, this hey. is the 10% for Isaac. I'm I like, got, where's my 10%? I, I, I ate it on the weekend. I, I got three boxes that I bought of these moon pies, and they're the double deckers. Oh. And that take I ate two of them already, man. Those things are good. <laughs> and they got different flavors. Mm-hmm. Blueberry, raspberry, cream. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're making me hungry. <laughs> I should have brought a box over here to show you. <laughs> no, then we wouldn't be about to report. <laughs> be like, anyway, so we're going to go ahead and start off with our Bible study. One quick note, if this is your first time listening to us, guys, thank you. Welcome to the Brothers Just Searching family. And please, the subscribe button on the platform you're listening on, subscribe or follow. It depends on what platform you're listening to. You can also like us on, you can follow us on social media, at Facebook, and on Twitter. And guys, like I said, we, we've been having a good time uh, talking about certain parables mm, that right. Jesus has talked about Um uh, this is the conclusion of Matthew 25. We started studying Matthew 25. Bowen felt in his heart. We, I believe we start a new topic next week. Uh, I don't know if I'm doing a series. I got the topic um, the, uh, next time. So we're going to see what happens. Or I, It was supposed to be Brother Ben, but I don't know. We're going to have to get in touch with him and see what's going on. Uh, but we'll see what happens. And But this is going to be the conclusion. I think it's going to be a good one. We're talking oh, tonight yeah. about the final judgment because we've been talking about the kingdom of god a lot especially in this chapter jesus has in all his parables used the phrase for the kingdom of heaven is like and he's gonna he goes ahead and he brings out this last example and i'm gonna go ahead and turn it over to bowen bowen kick us off my brother and let's start studying the word of the lord and i'm gonna read uh Mm -hmm. i'm gonna read the final judgment that's gonna take place please move your mic a little closer bowen so they can hear you I know, I know it's hard not to hear you, but, you know. Yeah, well, I'm not talking too loud right now. Uh, I'm going to read, I'm gonna read uh, the last part of the chapter 25, which is the final judgment that Jesus is going to do. He spoke about this, and this is what it says. When the Son of Man, when the Son of Man comes in all his, in his glory, 
and all his angels with him, then he will sit on his throne, on his glorious throne. Before him will gather all, all the nations, and he will separate the people one from another as a sh- shepherd separates the sheep from the goat. And he will place the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on, on the left. And then the king will say, say to those on, the, on his right, Come you who are blessed by my father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the, foundations, from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him saying, Lord, when did we see you hunger and feed you or you are thirsty and give you drink? And when did we see you a stranger and welcomed you or naked and clothed you? And when did we see you sick and in prison and visited you? And he and the king will answer them. Truly I say unto you, as you did it unto one of the least of these, my brothers, you did it, it to me. <laughs> then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you curse into eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was I was a stranger, and you did not did not welcome me. Naked, and you did not clothe me. Sick, and and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then will also will answer, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry, or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not minister to you? Then he will answer them, saying. Truly I say to you, as you did not, did not do it unto one of the least of these, you did, it, you did not do it unto me. And these will go away into eternal punishment for the righteous into eternal life. I found something that I wanted to read. And I don't know if I'll be able to find it because I lose everything I find. Um... But, Isaac, you know, you said something earlier about that you don't, you, and it says it's the nations, but like you were saying earlier, you said you believe it's people. And I believe that too. I believe it's going to be people that are going to be judged on that day. It's the people that are going to be judged. And it's going to be people of nations. That's what it's going to be. Let's break down a little bit what, what it was saying. Okay, so... First off, it's talking about the kingdom uh, because we, we are children of God. We should have a holy life, and we should live like the king is coming every day. This is brought out in the parable of the talents for the men that were that um, went ahead, and the Lord gave them talents. One he gave ten, one gave five, one he gave one. And it was talking about the works that you, you're doing or the things you have to do to earn souls. Not earn souls, but to win souls and do the work of the Father. If you go into this, 
when the Bible says, when the Son of Man shall come in all his, in his glory and all the angels with him, this shall he, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory. What it's basically saying is this is the second coming. This is when Jesus comes back after the battle of Armageddon. Uh, he's going to rule and reign. He's going to go ahead and take over the nations. And he goes and he and, and before him shall be gathered all nations and he shall separate them one from another as the shepherds devise his sheep from the goats. It does say nations right there. Um, it does say nations, so it could be it. But I, I think this is generally of all the people. Now, Bowen, you could it could mean that it could mean um, that the the P, that is all nations. Brother Swaggart and they believe that they believe this is all the nations they, that they're going to that the Antichrist is only going to rule in a certain part of the world. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that. I believe he's going to rule the whole nations. Um, and he goes, he's going to separate them from the goats, and he shall say, he shall set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on their left. And then shall the king say unto them, and in his right hand come, you bless my father, inherit the kingdom, prepare for you and for the, for the foundations of the world. Like I said, it, it could mean nations. It does say it means nations. So the Bible says that it is nations. But it could mean people as well. I believe because this is what's going to happen with people. You you see this whole text talking. Uh, a lot of preachers have used this. Hey, are you a goat? Or are you a um, are you a um, a sheep? Uh, I, I said this in prep. The 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 goats. A goat is a very stubborn animal. Mm. Uh, like I said, a goat a goat will run into this wall. This he wants to go through this wall. He he's going to bang his head until he says, "I'm done." But he's going to keep hitting and hitting and hitting and hitting. Very stubborn people. There, there's nations like that that are very stubborn, stuck in their ways. But at the same time, there's a lot of people like that. Very lot, a lot of lost people. A lot of lost people will, will go ahead. And uh, we talked about uh, people on the left. We talk about people that are just atheists. We talk about they have tons and tons of proof. But they go ahead and just to keep up their lifestyle or to keep their narrative on certain things, they're going to go ahead and just keep on pushing. I, I said the same thing about, I, we, you know, in prep, I use this example about abortion. Uh, Roe v. Wade was passed in 1773, was abolished here in the year of 2022. Uh, it was the, the court said it wasn't constitution. They reversed their, their decision. But you see the left, they do this. They go ahead and, well, this is a fetus. This is this this, this uh, baby don't have a life. It isn't a life. It's got to be certain weeks and this certain weeks and that certain weeks when it's been proven that a baby's heartbeat starts at six weeks. Um, you, you see an ultrasound. You see that's life in that womb. It's not uh, a, a woman's part of her body. It is a, it is a, uh, is a life. But... The left will continually push and say, no, that is not a life. We don't care what you see. We don't care what you think. We believe this way and our way is right. That is a very stubborn way. As for a sheep, a sheep, and I'm not trying to trying to offend people, but sheep are some of the dumbest animals out there. Oh, you're right. They, they will follow. Mm -hmm. I agree. They will follow um, everything. They will follow the shepherd anywhere. Um, now, now we should be like that uh, with the Lord. We should not. They, they, uh, they have a lot of faith. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay, wherever you lead me, yeah. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Yeah, they, yeah. you know, uh, yeah, now, now a lot of people might say that's a compliment. But, you know, we're supposed to follow Christ everywhere we go. Right. But we look for truth. We look for understanding. And that's why I think Jesus used the example. And the, the nations, you know, could you take that literally or could Jesus be using that as a figurative speech? It, it depends. I, I, I could see it going both ways. I've heard the same thing about this, that people would say, well, this is Israel and the Gentile nations. Um, you know, was this a parable that he was just using? We don't know. 
But like I said, it does says the nations. It does say nations on it. Uh, so Burbo, and this could be the nations. Uh, I look at it, it could also mean people that are saved and unsaved. That's basically what it comes down to is people that serve Christ and people that don't serve Christ. The goats are the ones that rejected Christ. The na- uh, the nations that are sheep, they they went ahead and they served Christ. So uh, anyone else want to add into there, y'all can. I had just wanted to go back to the first scripture. So uh, it says, when the son of man shall come in his glory and all the, the holy angels with him, and he shall sit upon the throne of his glory. So um, it's a description of the last judgment. So if the last judgment hasn't happened yet, then we're looking forward to the son of man coming in his glory with all of his holy angels and sitting upon the throne of his glory. And uh, I, wasn't it in our, our last episode that we were we were talking about looking forward to the coming or uh, in a previous episode, we were talking about what was it? The, the bridegroom, the 10 virgins. Right, right. Looking forward to the to the coming of well, the, and the you, Lord. And if you look at if you look at the, the parable <laughs> of the 10 virgins, this would it, we we're pre-trippers here. So we believe that the rapture is going to happen first. This is going to happen at the end of the tribulation period. Uh, we believe that the rapture of the church is going to happen at the beginning of the tribulation period, where um, the Bible says we're not ca- um, uh, we're not we're not counting unto judgment. Uh, I think that's in Ephesians, and when when you go ahead and you study that, that the, so the parable of the ten virgins that's the rapture of the church. If this is pointing to the church, that means that Jesus is coming back, and we're looking for his first. Now, us as saints here on this side of that, we're looking for that first return of Christ, which. Ma'am, I think we talked about that in youth the other night. It wasn't in youth group, but it was uh, the leaders. We were just talking, and we were talking about the return of Christ Mm -hmm. and all the different doctrines and stuff of that nature. Jesus said, be ready. Um, So we're we're looking for the Son of Man to come. Now, this one right here, the final judgment, or the judgment of the nations, this is after the battle of Armageddon. Mm-hmm. This is after he comes back and he descends from the clouds, which fits in the context of Matthew 24. This part right here, like I said, it depends on what the meaning uh, I believe is people, but it could, you know, like I said, and before him, all, shall all the guys, because they're talking about um, the king, because he mentions that, and I, I caught that a while ago, where it says, and the king shall answer. Look how it says that. The king shall answer. So is his kingdom coming down? This, like I said, the Bible says nations. So you have to you have to assume that is the nations. Uh, but uh, it could mean people and all this stuff. But that that's that's after the tribulation period. This judgment right here, which is a scary place, because if you read in Revelations of the final judgment, how the fire is gonna gonna never quench, and the, he's gonna burn up this world, and he's gonna go ahead and show people their life of the opportunities they had to serve Jesus. This is, gonna, this is a very scary part of text if this is nations if this is people it you know it there will be a final judgment we know that from the book of revelations uh, i hope that uh, yeah that that gives a lot of information about that so um uh, yeah so we're looking forward to the son of man coming in all of his glory and with all of his angels and he's gonna judge he's gonna uh separate us he, he's gonna divide us between the sheep and the goats and so uh, we, we would be the, the sheep, those that uh, in the passage say 
we we clothed him when he was naked we, mm-hmm. we fed him when he was hungry we we gave water to him when he was thirsty we we ministered to him in prison and uh you know so jesus isn't here in all of his glory yet oh but no he, but no, he's no. saying that that we uh, ministered I, to him i heard i heard a term i heard a term earlier this week where it says the the kingdom of God's here, but it's not fully here yet. Right. Mm. right. Um, we know that the kingdom of we're, we're that storage because we, we're going back to the parables that we we talked about before. We are the storages of we're the ones that have the talents. We're the ones that have ten. We're the ones that have five. We're the ones that have one. We are waiting for the king to return. We're living in a kingdom right now. Well, we we're we're, we're striving for the kingdom. We should live like the kingdom's already here because we're saved. We're filled with the spirit of God. We, we, we're, we're going to that point. And that's where, like I said, so this text right here, when we talk about, <clears throat> uh, I was hungry and you gave me meat. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was stranger and you took me in. Naked, you clothed me and I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came unto me. Then shall the righteous answer him and say, Lord, when did we do when did we see you hunger when did we feed you when did our thursday and we gave you drink when we saw you a stranger and when we took you in and naked and clothed you or when did we seek you uh see you sick or in prison and came unto you and the king shall answer and say unto them verily i say unto you insomuch as you have done unto one of the least of these my brethren you have done unto me so so two is like i said there's two interpretations and we try to bring out all interpretations study pray and ask the lord to reveal unto you so if this is meaning nations this is meaning that these are nations that took care of israel or these are nations that went ahead and helped the fe- the believers of christ mm-hmm. so they're going to get rewarded because they helped the believers in christ because if they do want to if they if they help a christian they're essentially helping christ could they fed the hunger they done all they done this now as people this could mean that hey you witness the people or you help the fellow believer it out you went ahead and you you touched the lives and you you went ahead and you 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 help uh as aubrey said remember we was in prep and you say good works good works and that that would tie into what james and paul was talking about paul says look you're not saved by your works but james said yes you're not saved by your works but at the same time your works are going to change because christ changed you because mm, right. you were you were saved you were baptized into christ and you have his attitude now so as a believer, you're you're gonna go ahead and help people. You're gonna go ahead and do this. And Jesus said, if you do that to one of your brothers, you've done it to me as well. Mm. So if we help people that that are saved, even people that are lost, and that can lead them to Christ, if we do these things, and we if we do the Great Commission, we go out into the world and preach the gospel, and we share the love of Christ with everyone. We're doing the same thing. Like I said, na- like people that believe it's nations, they believe these are the nations that helped the Christians out in the end times. These are the Christians that helped Israel out or hid people in Israel. It, it, if you go along the lines of that is only going to be the old Roman Empire that the Antichrist is going to rule, this does make sense. If it's the whole world, I, I honestly believe that the governments are going to go ahead and yield to the Antichrist. He's going to be like the supreme ruler. There's going to be a new world order. Mm-hmm. It is clearly in scripture. Um, you don't have to listen to conspiracy theorists to to come up with that. It's in the Bible. Right. And you're going to have this. This is going to happen, like I said. But the, right. if you point it to a personal view of people, these are Christians that help people out. And I don't know if anybody else have anything to say. Well, I want to get back to the thing like you were talking about. You know, I know we're not talking about the one world government, 
per se, but but uh, I believe that in some ways that there will be a lot of nations, not just in the old Roman Empire, but there'll be a lot of nations from outside the old Roman Empire that's going to yield their freedom, their sovereignty to the Antichrist. But there will be some that will fight him because if you read in the Bible, some people believe that uh, he will have bad tidings when he goes fight Israel. He's going to have bad news about the East. And well, most and, and people believe that's and, China. And, well, and, you know, and then you have a lot of people that they, they, mm-hmm. they, they will tie, try to tie in America into Bible prophecy. I don't know. Bowen thought we was going to go into this when he picked this subject. Yeah. But there's a lot of people that believe in the West. They're not going to go ahead because there's a lot of people that won't just yield up no. their, their freedom. Now, I think yeah. that because if we go back, because uh, funny how this is all tied into the last couple of parables we talked about especially about the ten virgins if they just imagine this they have to have something that turns this world that really tells people hey we don't trust and no other government except that one man just mm-hmm. think about that so i believe that's the rapture of the church can you mm-hmm. imagine that you had thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people just raptured up just they, they, they would have to join up yeah, and they, they're going to be so much in chaos mm-hmm. that these people are going to like, we're willing. Look, they did it right now with the last pandemic we had, and they, they're talking about another pandemic. Uh, all the, the, the pandemic, okay, look, stay in your home, shut down your companies, uh, stop this, stop that. And people were so in fear that they did it. They didn't know about the, the last pandemic. They didn't know. Now that people know they're getting a little wiser or whatever, if you want to say that. But they told us to do, all, look, the churches. Mm. They told churches to shut down. Churches shut down, and they didn't know nothing about it. Mm. Then look, that, that that wasn't that wasn't people. Now people died, unfortunately. That that's sad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, think yeah. about it. With the last pandemic we had, they <laughs> they without knowing, they just oh for the for the sake of protection. And I think that's how it's going to be. And with they, the they, look, of the they lost their freedom. You're going to mm-hmm. have so much people raptured up, mm-hmm. and you're going to look. It's going to take three and a half years for, I believe, this man to build his power because the first three and a half years is going to be very peaceful for him. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the latter three and a half years when he says, I am God and he's in the temple. That's when all hell's going to break loose. Mm-hmm. But that, like I said, if this is the nation. These are the ones that protect the Christians. Are, and if you, like I said, if you believe that, it does make sense. Uh, but the old Roman Empire, a lot of people don't realize that was, just, that was a very small section of the world. Yes, it was. The Roman Empire was big. But not big. But not that big to where, look, look at the continent. I'm looking at the globe right here. That's why, because the area that I'm seeing right here, that was the old Roman Empire. Look at Africa compared to that. Right, right. And you get the, what I'm in to, Russia to, and the yeah, rest of Europe. Look to India, China. China, Australia is big. So I, I believe it's the whole world. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, it could be the nations that help the Christians. Uh, the Bible says nations. So, hey, is, it, does that nations mean, well, the nations that... He's comparing that to people. Hey, there's going to be certain groups of people. Like I said, Bo, it, I, I honestly believe, I think this is leaning more towards individuals. But like I said, the Bible says nation. So if it's the it, nations. It, it, like you said, it says nation, but it means people. It's different cultures. Yeah, different, yeah that too. You yeah, know, so it's different cultures of people. It, Aubrey, did you bring that you up know, earlier too? You said like different cultures. It's different cultures, different, yeah, so, uh, different well, places that people come from, like China and Japan and Russia and and in Africa, you know, you got all, all these nations. But I want to read something right here because uh, mm-hmm. this is something that, you know, and it comes out of the book of Daniel, chapter 12, verse 2. It says, And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life and some to shame and even everlasting contempt. 
That means eternal punishment. That means everlasting fire. That means hell altogether. So when he speaks of this, and, and I got two more that I can read, uh, he, he, I think he's talking, about the re- he's talking about the resurrection. He's talking about the resurrection, but I believe this is talking about the last resurrection, not the rapture of the church. This is talking about the resurrection at the end of the tribulation and at the end of the millennial reign. Now, what, what chapter that is, That's Daniel? Daniel chapter 12, verse 2. He, he's talking about the people that are going to be sleeping in the dust I believe maybe maybe after the well no it can't be it has to be somewhere after the rapture or something like that but some are going to be ro- uh, awakened unto eternal life and some are going to be awakened unto eternal damnation yeah that 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 probably that's probably talking about the latter part of the the tribulation period okay i'm going to read you the tribulation period the, the last judgment the last judgment we're talking but, about here yeah listen to this and came out to those who done good to the resurrection of life. Those who done good, done good, maybe help people, help people that needed help, people that that were in hunger, people that 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 needed clothing, people that were sick. They helped them, and those who have done evil to the resurrection of judgment. Okay, those who have done evil, those that kill unborn babies those that hurt other people those that you know people that have evil hearts people that don't care about anything and just want to hurt others that's evil those are going to be resurrected unto judgment okay so i I believe he's talking about nations but he's also talking about people well i like how you said you know because like i said nations and it it didn't hit me until y'all said that if you look in nations are like that look hey when when we talk to someone new or we, we meet somebody, hey, what nation you're from? Right. right. They're you know the people of the nations. People the of God, nations. God has that's right. All entities. And, yeah. And races of that that same um, nation. That's so, right. Yeah. That's right. So that's what it is. Whenever it says, uh, and before him shall be gathered all nations. What I think of this means is, uh, it's just a form of saying everyone's going to be everybody. All people. Yeah. Yeah. All people, all language, not, not, all, not all the not, you know. uh, not just where you're from, but everyone. A- everybody. Yeah. On that note, we're going to go ahead and take a break. We'll be right back after this short break. Hi, everyone. My name is Anthony James Hayes. You probably know me from Best from Brothers to Searching, and I'm so honored today that you meet me here. I want to talk about a little bit about my book. The first one I wrote was Journey of the Christians, From Dead Works to Living Faith, my very first book. It's about the story about me pretty much going through things and how overcome by the word of God. And here is the new kingdom with liberty man and evil stone. That's my second best book so far. And I want to take a little time to tell you about my second book mostly. The first one is about some children. They go to like an adventure. They go to see a new kingdom. The future, I guess you can say, of God and how he's going to restore the kingdom to Garden of Eden conditions. And they fight good and evil and light and darkness. So I encourage you to actually get these books. They're available on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. And then my second story, Liberty Man, a man who fights for freedom. And he takes off the chains of tyranny, of the kings of tyranny off of him. So he finally gets free and I hope you find out his journey and how he got free and so on. And then my third book, The Evil Stone, a man who actually turned to the devil, or he sold his soul to the devil, 
for a powerful magic stone. And he had the promise of ruling the world. So I hope you enjoy these books. They're available and they're family friendly and they're something you can learn with the word of God. They're parables that you can teach your children and your grandchildren about. So I encourage you today to go to these places and I hope you bless and you enjoy these books. Thank you. How you doing, everybody? Welcome back to the second segment of Brothers Just Searching. I was about to say the Cajun Conservative, so I caught myself. <laughs> I'm tattletaling on myself, guys. I'm just you saying. getting better. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Right. Focus, focus, focus. I know focus. Ah, you got this, this, this brain right here got so much going on inside with the little empty space it has. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, <damn>. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of empty so space. You can say, uh, they got no so much, I can't feel it. No room left in the end. Uh, I try. When I hit my head on the pillow, it feels like a rock. Boop. Oh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Hmm. I'm not saying I'm smart. I just say I read a lot. Anyway. So we, we were talking about the, <laughs> the judgment of the nations or the judgment, the final judgment, yeah. wherever you want to title it. And we, we've been talking a little bit about um, what it means and, and breaking down scriptures of the nations. Uh, but I want to go ahead and talk about the last segment, guys, where... Jesus said in verse 35 to uh, 46, for I was a hunger and you gave me meat. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you took me in. Um, you, I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came unto me. Then shall the righteous answer and say, Lord, when did we see you hunger and feed you and, and thirsty and gave you drink? Um, when? Yes, sir. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm okay. going to do it when you're done. Okay. Um, when you, <laughs> when saw you a stranger and took you in and naked and clothed you, or when did we see you sick and in prison and came unto you and the king shall answer and say unto them, verily I say unto you, insomuch as you have done it unto one of the least of these, my brethren, you have done it to me. This is the ones that follow Christ. This is the one that, that went ahead and witnessed. This is the one that went ahead and took care of the brothers and sisters in the Lord. Um, as we said, this could be the nations um, taking care of the believers of Christ. But listen to the next part. And this is where I want to get to right here. Because we're going to talk about the judgment itself. Um, and this is basically the gospel right here. If you serve Christ, you're going to make it into the reward. If not, you're in trouble. Yes, I'm so, in trouble. So you're in trouble. I hope you're a sheep. <laughs> Wait, what you do to the least of these? <laughs> and he didn't give me a Coca-Cola the other day. <laughs> <laughs> he was thirsty. He was thirsty. I was thirsty and you did not give me drink. <laughs> but he didn't have the 25 cents. <laughs> it's, give it's, more like, it's more like 50 cents. <laughs> the gas took it. <laughs> anyway, but Jesus went ahead and said also, and, he, and then he starts in verse 41. Then shall he say <coughs> unto them, sorry, Aubrey, uh, on the left hand, depart from me. You curse into everlasting fire, prepare for the devil and his angels. That scripture right there, on a side mm -hmm. note, proved that hell was not created for people. It was created for the you're devil right, you're and right. his angels. So there's right. a side yeah, note right exactly. there. And Jesus continues, says, For I was hungry, and you gave me no meat. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you took me not in. Naked, and you clothed me not. Um, sick, and in prison, and you visit me not. Then said they unto him, saying, Lord. Now, look at this phrase right here. This is a good point. The wicked and the perverse people even call him Lord. <laughs> every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Lord. 
Then they answered and saying, Lord, when did you see you? When did we see you hungry and thirsty or a stranger and naked or sick or in prison or did not minister to you? Then he said unto them, verily I say unto you, in so much as you did not to one of the least of these, you did it not to me. For they, for those shall go away into everlasting punishment and the righteous lie into life eternal. So <clears throat> the, the, the judgment part, guys, he separates the people. He separates the, the, the righteous. He separates the wicked. And then he goes ahead and he brings this judgment where he goes ahead and he, look, their works, you know, we're, we're saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. Since we go ahead and since we've saved it by grace, we're saved because of his, his sacrifice on the cross. We accepted his, we accepted him. We accepted his, <coughs> excuse me, his sacrifice on the cross and for salvation. But there's some, <clears throat> I got a frog on the throat tonight, guys. Um, but there's some that's turned away from Jesus. There's some that turn away and they're going to be thrown into everlasting punishment. And those are going to be the goats. And that's where this is coming down to the final judgment. When Christ says, these are the ones that are going to experience eternal life forever. And these are the ones that are going to experience eternal judgment that was not created for man, but created for the devil and his angels. But because of man's corruptness and men's sin, and they have not chosen Christ, they're going to be into everlasting fire. Bone, go ahead. I got something I'm going to read that I've experienced myself. <laughs> and this scripture here fits it. Okay? I've experienced this. I actually experienced this. Listen to this. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels <coughs> unaware. What chapter and verse, bro? Uh, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 2. Now, I said that I've experienced this. Now, maybe y'all don't believe me. Maybe y'all think I'm telling a fairy tale. But the God honest truth, God is my witness. Mm -hmm. I believe I experienced this when I was working at the store at night. I'm going I'm to try to make it quick. I don't want to take up too much time. But I was working one night. And, you know, there was nobody. This little fella came into the store. And he comes in the store and he asked me, he said, uh, he said, hey, he said, can I preach the gospel to you? He said, I want to talk to you about Jesus. So, you know, I, I didn't think at the time. And I told him, I said, I'm born again. I said, I'm saved. Yeah, yeah, but he said, let me talk to you about Jesus. So I went outside and, and we talked, you know, he's... He, and let, let me tell you, I, I, listen, guys, I, I've never seen somebody to know the Bible the way this guy knew it. He was quoting scripture that, that was in the Bible. He wasn't even looking at the, at the Bible. He wasn't even looking in the Word of God. He was quoting scripture that I couldn't remember the quote. And he was quoting them right off the top of his head. Mm. And, and we stood outside and, and you know, we, we talked back and forth. And he prayed with me and, and everything. And... And then he told me, he said, look, he said, I'm going to be back tomorrow night. He said, you working? I said, sure. I said, I'll be here. So the following night, um, when I got there, I was parked in the parking lot where he was running from car to car. And he had a little Bible in his hand. And he was just running from car to car, man. I mean, he, and I'm watching this guy. And, and it's like something told me there's something really special about this guy. So when I went to work and I walked in the store, he come meet me. So I went outside to do my trash and he followed me. 
And me and him got into the Word of God like I've never, never in my life talked to somebody about the Word of God and minister. I mean, it's like the Spirit of God was just surrounding me and him, and, and the Word was just flowing out of me. I mean, I was just quoting things that I didn't know where I was coming from. And he's standing there, and we're just having this conversation. So before he left, I told him, I said, listen, I said, if you come tomorrow night, I said, I'm going to bring you a Bible. I said, I got a Bible at home. I'm going to bring it to you because I said, the little Bible you got, I said, it's pretty messed up. Yeah, he said. So what I did, I brought him a Bible. But this is the thing before I, I went too far ahead. Somebody had given him some money, $20. He came in the store and he bought some stuff. And he told me, he said, I don't want the money. I said, okay. I said, I'll tell you what I'll do. I said, I'll save what's left over. And I said, I'll put it in an envelope, and when you come back, I said, that money will be there. You can buy what you want. But that following night, he come back the third time, and he come in the store. He bought some stuff, and I gave him the little Gideon Bible I had. I gave it to him. I said, look, man. I said, it's a good Bible. I said, you can use it. I said, just keep it in the bag. I said, when you use it, don't let it get wet. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. But I never got his name. I never asked him where he lived. I never, I mean, this guy was dressed in the same clothes that he was dressed in since the first night I had saw him. He didn't have no kind of suitcase. He had no kind of, I mean, he, he was just natural. I mean, it, it was like he was the same the way I'd seen him the first time. So he, he came there. He bought some stuff. I gave it, you know, I paid for it. And he's walking out the door. And I said, uh, I said I'm going to see you again. He said, We'll see each other. He said, I will see you again. He said, uh, and when we see you again, he said, we'll talk. And he walked out the store because I had asked him to come back the following night. And that's where he said he'd see me again down the road. And when he left, I never seen the Bible. I never seen him again. I've never heard nobody talk about him. I've had people come in the store and tell me they didn't know who that was. He never gave me his name, hmm. you know? I mean, he didn't give me no kind of no kind of identification of where he was from, who he was, you know? Uh, he, I mean, he just disappeared. I mean, I literally looked for this guy in Blue Bridge. I literally took a day and went look for him, and I could not find him. And I've asked people, did y'all ever see him? And I described, no, we never saw him. That's why I say, that scripture, I believe, ties in to what I experienced. I believe that was an angel sent from God to see what I'd do. And I told this to, your, to, to Boogie and, and mm -hmm. Isaac's daddy. He said, Bo, and he said, that's very possible. Well, but I'll yeah. tell you something else that happened. When Lanny had his church, this guy was walking on the side of my mama's house with a little bitty bag. And she called him. He was hungry. He wanted something to drink. So my mama fried him some shrimp, gave it to him. He sat down. He ate some, some shrimp. Mm -hmm. on the, he ate him some shrimp sandwiches. She gave him a Coke. I mean, she just, and my daddy made fun of it. So I called Lanny. And I told Lanny about it. And Lanny came meet me. Well, at the time, we were giving things in the church to people that need it. And he came, and, you know, we were going to let him stay at the church, but Lanny decided, you know, Bo, we're going to go, and we're going to get him a motel room. So we did. 
went, got him a motel room. <laughs> so I went back the next day to see how the guy had done, you know, you know, if he was okay and everything. Well, when I asked the, the, the guy in the front, and he was the one that checked the guy in, I asked him, I said, what happened to that guy that we checked in? He said, I never saw him again. He said, when we walked in the room, he said the canned goods and everything that he had with him was sitting on the little table inside the room. He said, we never saw him. We didn't see when he left. We didn't see nothing. He said, everything was left. The bed wasn't undone. Nothing was undone. Wow. Everything was just the way we had left it. Mm. So, you know, I, guys, you know, I'm telling you this because I've experienced this. And I believe those two times that was angels. Lanny experienced it. I've experienced it twice. And I believe God does this to test you, to see what you're going to do at that certain time. And, and it goes to the point, too, because uh, going back to the scriptures, why? Why were these people righteous? Why were these people not righteous? Uh, Jesus said, if you don't do these certain things, there's hunger, thirst, and you're not, you know, it, it's not, look, good works don't save you. That We got to bring that out right here and there. Um, but doing, let's say like this, let's say these weren't angels. What if these were brothers in the Lord? You went ahead and did something that Jesus told us to do. Why did you do? Because you trust the king and you lived you lived you living as you were a servant it, of the king on this earth it's it just it's just like the samaritan the one that was in the street the one that was hurt or whatever the first two that came by and passed around but there's one that came and picked him up bandaged him and brought him right. into the inn and he said here i'll give you so much and right. he said do what you got to do and when i come back i'll cover the cost i believe that makes the same thing that's the same thing yeah, that's that's helping. The that's lost helping soul the lost helping soul, the that, or helping somebody that's in need. And that's, that's what, what Jesus it calls is. us to do. And look, yeah. well, why do we do these things? You know, because it's not. People, it's not. Isaac, Jesus, I don't believe it's for good works. No, no, no. That, that's why I was coming to the point. Because look at this final judgment. Going back to this, Jesus used the example that he was saying it was him. If you accept Christ and you and you you love the Lord. Your works are going to change. Your whole attitude is going to Everything change. Everything's going to change. Um, you come into Christ. I like how Gabe said it the, uh, the other night when we was at church over there. He said when there's three baptisms, he said the first baptism, you come into the Lord Jesus Christ and you're saved. You are immersed into Christ. You are breathed into Jesus. That means you are going to, you're saved. Your life has changed. You're going to go ahead. If you go ahead and help people in your community, if you go ahead and help people in the world, that is, you're feeding Christ, you're helping Christ. But the reason that, that these people are righteous is because they put their faith and their trust in the king. They were partakers of the king's life. They were partakers of the one that gave them everything. The, the goats are the people that did were the ones that rejected it. Bowen, do you think a lost person would have done what you did with them two people? No. And no. The, the, you know, sometimes, you know, you see people mm -hmm. panhandling and you see and stuff like that. You wonder, boy, I mean, I, like, like those, I, I remember one time that happened. I, I had, to, I think I had a couple of dollars. They had someone that came up to me and asked me for some cash. At first I was kind of hesitant, but he, he was honest with me. He told me what he was doing. And look, I said, look, I'm going to give you some cash, whatever, like that. But you don't know what they're doing. You don't know if that's a test from, but that could win us lost soul. That, and that's what we, we as believers have to reach the loss. We have to go ahead 
And that's why a lot of these people, these people were righteous because they were saved, but they were acting like the king or they were helping the king in his quest. And that's why they were saved because they were saved because they trusted in the king. Isaac, I'm going to be honest with you. All the years I've worked at that, that store at night, and I'm going to be honest with you, I've spent a lot of money out of my own pocket to help people. I, I, I've had people come from out of state that didn't have enough gas money to go back to where they were going. And I'd fill up their vehicle. And they, they tell me, we're going to pay you back. We're going to mail you a check. You know what I tell them? Don't worry about it. It's just money. It's paper. It's nothing. I mean, I, I did this so much. They, they, they've had people come in the, in the store with little children. They'd go and they wanted something out of the gift shop. The mom and daddy would refuse. And, and I called the mom or I called the daddy and tell them, let them get it. I'll pay for it. I paid up to $40 for a little child to have something. I don't refuse. I got a heart to give. I, I love to give. Because when I give to a child or I give to somebody to put gas in their vehicle to make it home or, or, or I buy somebody food and I give it to them, you know how that makes me feel? Huh? You know what that does to me? That, 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 get, that It brings joy to my heart because I look at it this way, guys. My mom and dad have provided for me all my life. My mom and dad gave me everything I ever needed. They provided clothes. They provided food. They provided a home. They, they provided everything I need. So when people don't have and when people need, I look at where I came from. I look at what I had in life <laughs> and I, how I had it. And I say to myself, what if I was in their shoes? What if I was in their shoes and somebody would do that for me? You know? It, 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 I mean, listen, it, 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 it's called a heart that loves to give. I love to give. And going, that, that goes to the point of a believer helping out other people. That's what Jesus is talking right here. And, and I'm not in it for a reward. I'm not in it to get anything back. I don't do it to get anything back. I do it because I love people. I do it because I care about people. Just like I want to do in this ministry. You know, I, I'm not doing it for the ministry. I'm doing it because I love you guys. You, you know, you love I, souls. I, I love souls. I love people, man. I'm a, I'm a very outgoing person. I don't do this to, to get rewarded. I don't do this... To, to boost myself up. You know, I do it because I love people and I want to see people come to Christ. And I feel this is the best way to do it. Yeah, yeah. You're correct. You're correct. And that's, and that's what I think, because like I said, you follow the king. Because you follow the king, you're going to do what he says. And that's where he came to the point where Jesus was saying, look, I was hungry. You gave me meat. You was thirsty. And we're like, wait, we never did this. It was He wasn't talking uh, wasn't talking literally. He was talking figuratively. He said, no, if you do this and you help a brother in the Lord or you help people out or you go ahead and live by what I say, you're doing that to me. And that's why these pe the people that did that it, it experienced eternal life. Let's go to the other spectrum of this. When people reject the gospel. When people go ahead and turn down Jesus, when people go ahead and refuse mm -hmm. to do what Jesus said and what Jesus told us to do, guess what? That's why they're going to hell. It's not because they just didn't help the poor. Because look, there's a lot of people out there that are rich, 
And they help there's, the poor. They help the poor. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people out there that go ahead and give money left and right to charities. There's there's people that go over there, they <laughs> on this earth, they go ahead and give money to churches. Yeah. Well, oh, well, ain't they doing what Jesus said? No, because they're not following Christ. They're not following as their Christ. Personal Lord and it, Savior. That's right. And at the final judgment, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord no matter and what Savior, you did, you're in trouble. Right. Mm-hmm. You're in trouble because you are gonna go ahead and spend eternity in in the in the. Uh, in the lake of fire and people oh that's harsh how why god would do that god is a holy god god cannot I, acknowledge sin god has given us a way out of this mess and guess what there's this people they're goats they're stuck uh, they say look I, and I, I always use the example I'll give me one second bro i always love this example i always hear people i want to live in my sin I, I i don't i'm gonna accept christ when i'm about to die i'm gonna i don't well, believe the, in that well well I just don't believe in a last-minute <laughs> well, confession. Well, like I believe that. I believe if you, you the Lord said we have called the name of the Lord, but this is where I'm yeah. coming to the point with this. Right. These people are so stubborn and hard-headed, like a goat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that will look if you're gonna chance it to the last last second. That, that's a that's, that's a, dangerous. That's dangerous, man. But if you go ahead, look these people that oh well, that's why Jesus said if I was hungry and you didn't give me meat, I was thirsty and you didn't give me drink, I was I was naked and you didn't clothe me because they did not do what Jesus told us to do. Jesus paid the ultimate price for us to be saved, and guess what? People just throw it off. You know they don't want that, and the, that unfortunately you're stubborn you don't want to submit to the king of kings and the lord of lord the god of this universe and one day you will perish for it you know and, and i'm gonna share something else that that i've done and and you know I, I i've done a lot of things in my life but just lately I, i've taken people into my home that didn't have a place to live total strangers uh take them into my home giving them a place to sleep you know feed them they didn't have jobs so actually, they were living in my home for free. Um, as a matter of fact, the trailer I lived in, I took in women that had kids that had no place to go, that slept in their cars. And I was serving God at that time. Uh, Lanny, Lanny could tell you about that. I, I took them in. I, I gave them a place to stay. And, and you know what? I don't care what people say about me, but you know, somebody told my mama, they, they told my mama, you know, Bowen's gonna have them women in there. You know what's gonna happen. You know what my mama did? My mama laughed at them and looked at him dead in their face. She said, my son is not that kind of person. My son will not do that. She said, I hate to tell you that. She said, my son don't do things like that. And she was right. I never did. But, but look at look at the difference. If it was a lot, if you were a lost person, you get what I'm saying. Well, yeah. No, no, but no. I'm just I'm just using that example because we, yeah. we can we yeah. can iterate what we just said. Right. If you're doing what the king says, because that's how the ver- the verse says it, and the king said, you're you here's your reward. You're gonna make it to, and the king said you're gonna be to. If you're serving the king Jesus Christ and you're living that lifestyle to live after him, to live a holy and acceptable life, and to win the loss. You're not going to do wrong. You know, you're capable of sinning. That is clear in scripture. But you're going to follow King and on on the final judgment, you're going to make it to heaven because you place your faith and trust in Christ. God changed your attitude. God changed your motives. God changed what you did. And you follow after him and you're going to make it to heaven. But unfortunately, the the lost person, they would have took advantage of that. Right. They would have said, well, you know, that's well, these people, these people were lost that I took in. And even okay, that, but even that, but you were I'm, trying to win I, the loss. That's what I was. You know but what let me tell you something. There's two guys that live with me, and one of them got a phone call and he was talking to a girl, and he came to me. I was sitting in my living room watching TV, you know, 
I said, hey, Bo, and he said, uh, can we get two girls to come sleep here tonight? I looked at him. I said, dude, does this look like a whorehouse to you? I said, I don't run a whorehouse. I said, you want to sleep with them women? I said, you get you some money. I said, you go rent you a motel. Oh, man, man, why you want to be like? I said, you're not bringing them women over here. I said, you want them women? You pack your bags and you get out my house. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Them guys never asked me that again, and they never brought a woman to my house because I told them if I find out, I I told them if I find out that you brought a woman in this house and slept with her, I said, I'm going to throw you out by the back of your pants. (laughs) But you lived a life unto holiness, and that's why you're righteous because you trust in the king, you obey what he said. And I think that's what this text is talking about. Like I said, we talked about nations. You can debate this is literal nations or Jesus was saying yeah, I nations think it's people. and it meant it, the people it meant all people. over the world. Right. But th- I, I will say this, guys. I think that this this text proves something. One, you need Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior. Do you want to be a sheep or do you want to be a goat? I said it earlier. I said a uh, sheep, a sheep is, will follow anything. I call oh. it animal, but if you look at it right now, this is good. Look, a sheep relies on the shepherd all the time. We need to rely on our shepherd. Right. And that's what Jesus is telling a us. Goat? Follow, follow Jesus, follow what he says, and trust him in the Lord. A goat? No, a goat. A goat will ram you and butt heads yeah. with you. Oh. <laughs> All the time. And that's what, if you're lost, don't be a goat. No. Come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Accept him as your Lord and Savior. Say the say prayer, Lord, forgive me of my sins. Find a place and confess your sins to him and he is faithful and just to forgive you and on that final day you will not be separate you won't see the believers you won't see us on the other side and say why they're over there and i'm over here we i believe everyone at this table is correct with god and we're saved and we're filled with the holy spirit but there's some in that's listening that this will be the first time you listen you're gonna say i i heard brothers just searching and you have an opportunity here to accept christ as your personal lord and savior and be on the side with us that are of the righteous and the side, not the side of the laws. I've always said, once you close your eyes in debt, grace and mercy, it's there's done. no more. It's finished. You got to make a decision on this side of the grave. Yep. Look, the way I look at it, God will forgive you. God will work with you. God, will, God will, won't quit if you don't quit. You know, you come to Jesus, Jesus ain't going to quit on you. Jesus ain't going to give up on you. He didn't give up on me, and I've made a lot of mistakes. I, I've, I've backslidden, I've, you know, but he never gave up on me. He kept dealing, dealing with my heart because he knows my heart. He knows where I stand, and you know what? I thank him for that, and I this want him to great. keep. I want him to keep dealing with my heart. I want him to keep drawing me closer to him, and not give up because I ain't giving up. I'm not yeah. going back to that world. There is nothing. There is absolutely nothing in this world for me that I want. Amen. Well, I feel this right now, Bowen. Uh, this is in my spirit. I don't know if y'all feel it. The spirit of God's here right now. Yes. And I'm going to say this. If you need Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior, mm. do me a favor. Bow your head, close your eyes, and say this prayer with me. Dear Heavenly Father, forgive me of my sins. Wash me in your blood. Come into my heart and be the Lord of my life. Forgive me of every sin that I've committed. And, Lord, I pray that you would help me to live a holy and acceptable life unto you. Lord, write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life and give me a new heart and a new mind. In Jesus' name, 
If you said that prayer, do me a favor, get a chance, go by yourself in your closet and pray and let God start using you. God is let God change you. And look, we don't want you to be part of that final judgment on the wrong side. I, I want you to be I, on the side of the righteous. I don't want you to be on the side of the goats. This is, I'm going to say this and you can close that Isaac. Jesus said, if I see the blood, I'll pass over you. Amen. The blood of Jesus Christ, if it's on your life and it's on you, judgment will bypass you. The yep. judgment will go over you. So anybody that's listening, anybody that's hearing this for the first time, if the blood of Jesus is on you and you have the blood, you don't have to worry about the judgment. It's going to pass over you. Yep, and that, that's because of what we talked a lot about, rapture and tribulation and stuff earlier. We're waiting for the we're waiting for to hear that trumpet sound. Right. We're ready to see the dead in Christ rise right. first, and we're gonna be we're gonna be like, hey, don't go too far. We want to come meet you up there. <laughs> so, but anyway, that uh, that concludes this study of Matthew chapter twenty five. Bowen, mm. good topic, man. Good topic. Thank you. Thank you. I remember Bowen leading up to this. Bowen was like, Bo, I, I got a I got a topic. I got a topic. I got a topic. You were ready to go. So. <laughs> but uh, but guys. Uh, great, great topic. It's um, a good word. Remember, later on this week, we are going to have Mr. Danny Ho uh, Danny Holmes. Danny Holmes be doing the devotional. He recorded earlier. He has a great word. And um, then after that, it's going to be Boogie. Boogie got a special devotional he's going to try to work um, on. So. Oh, yeah. uh, Isaac, yes, uh, I'm going to ask you something. Uh, I know, I don't know how these guys feel, but you were talking about these guys that have messages or mm -hmm. sermons that they have that they they can't share or whatever oh at the house uh, early yeah yeah um what i was gonna say is uh, you know if, if they have topics that they want to share you know maybe you could make them an offer and they could come on well the that, this, is, this is where this is where we've been having a lot and look the devotional I, i'm gonna say this on air the devotional was really so it was something for us uh us for us for well, what I noticed was there was a lot of things we would bring topics, which were good topics, but I, I even see myself doing, I will prepare it as a message. Yeah. And it was yeah. like a one-time message, message thing, and we would get all our opinion, and I would see, and that's not a bad thing. It, we just couldn't cover everything that that person wanted right. to cover. Right, So when we decided to do devotionals, we went, well, we prayed and we felt led to do it. And I said, well, these guys can go ahead and put the message and get to have topics. And I think it worked out because uh, we got another video up. Um, since we've done that, we've got into more series than just one particular topic. Right. Well, I, I felt a while back to start asking people just to go ahead and just ask them to come. We asked Brother Daniel. We asked a few other people. And like you said, Bo, and lately, I don't know, God's been talking, like I've been talking to people. And I, I, I let them know, hey, if you have a sermon or if you have yeah. something God put right. upon your heart, let us know. Right. And that's what a devotional is for. A devotional is just not to encourage. It is also to um, to let people know what sin is. It's like a sermon. We call it a devotional. Right. But yeah, it's a sermon. A lot of people right. look at devotional and say, well, that's just to encourage me. No, sometimes a devotional no. can cut you down yeah. and say, Lord, I need to get back to the right place. Right. So it's basically mm -hmm. like a sermon, like we said. Yeah. Yeah. And look, it has worked like that. Guys, we've had uh, last week, Brother Phil Kennedy, uh, the alabaster box that he mm -hmm. talked about. And mm -hmm. that encouraged me last week. Yeah, like, God, ladies and And look, we get to hear it, you know, before. Sometimes the guy, y'all not in here will be doing it, me and LB. But 
like next week, Boogie, you have something. It's a devotional. It's an encouragement. But you're you're planning on having somebody that was in a false religion. That's right. And just talk to him a little bit about right. 15, give it like a 15, 20 minute interview. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. We, we're going to that is something that's going to be something kind of new. But these devotionals, we put in a lot of time and effort into them. Please do us a favor. Share it on your Facebook page. Please share it on your Twitter page. Please share it to a social media account, True Social, whatever it is. Do that for us because the I, we feel that these mm-hmm. are very encouraging. Um, go look up Brother Anthony's books. Uh, Brother yes. An- Brother Anthony's working on one right now, mm-hmm. and I could I could tell you these books are being they, they they take up a lot of time. Yes, they do. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm considering on writing something right now, a book. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be like Brother Anthony. Uh, it's not fiction. fiction. It's gonna be theological writing now I'm, I'm i'm probably mentioned that before i'm still in the details i'm still praying about it see what god wants me to do but this takes up a lot of time yes it does um this podcast guys like, like like today look we knew these scriptures before but normally we we study a lot to pick these topics we ask the lord lord lead us and guide us look the lord gave me a sermon i don't know when i'm going to preach it i don't know if it's going to be my next devotional I, I don't know but the lord gives us stuff when we study we look at it so we're not asking for money We've never came on this podcast and said, hey, we need this so much, much money. Please go. If there's a time for that, we will do it. I'm not against that. But we that's the last resort we try to get to. Mm. And all we ask, guys, we feel. ladies and gentlemen, share the podcast. Yes, it helps. Share out. it on your social media account. Yeah. Share it with your friends. If somebody, look, I did, I have, um, we went to Crossfire, well, the, the family camp. I had a brother in the Lord. I was talking to him. He knew I was a youth pastor. And I started telling him, look, if you want to see what I, I teach and what I say, go listen to Brothers Just Searching. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and check it out. That's a way we, we even do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody asked me today, do you have cars? I want to hand them out to everybody I see. Mm-hmm. That's something we're working on. So, guys, we do it. We're not asking y'all to do something that we don't do. Yeah, word by mouth helps yeah, out a lot. It helps, helps out a lot. A lot. Yeah. yeah. But on that note, do you know, the, the devotionals bone that we've been that's just showing confirmation that's something we've been doing like i said there's a lot of guys that don't get a chance to minister and that gives them a chance it gives them a chance and they don't know who's listening to this no but they know that god put something on their heart and right. they want to do it they and that's what share. we feel that's so on that note like i said boog you got the next one you mm-hmm. uh, you gotta have to get all your ducks in a row yeah see devotional what's right yeah the devotional yeah. i got the yeah. topic so mm-hmm. we're gonna see what happens yeah um oh yeah so if the check if the checks don't bounce that they don't we don't write uh, <laughs> uh we'll be back next week uh unless the lord shows up and takes us home yeah, and then, then we'll be doing this every day all day all, all day, the time all, all night the time. you know yeah though we'll have the lord jesus probably step in and we'll have to <laughs> we'll have to let him speak for sure yeah, speak yeah. <laughs> yeah then, we'll, then we'll just be singing hallelujah, hallelujah. <laughs> I heard someone say that, and I know we got to wrap it up. We're way over, but I heard a preacher say that the other day. He said he he imagines God giving us the crowns that we've had, that we earned, and he said he just sees millions of people in heaven throwing them back, saying, no, we're not worthy. Right, right, right. I just, you know, we're not worthy of his grace. We're not worthy of his presence, but guess what? He's He's a loving God, man. He's a loving God. And all you got to do is accept his gift because... He made a way for nobody to go to hell. Unfortunately, people say it's hard to believe how much he loves us and how much he cares about us. It's really hard to believe. 
Well, until next time, please, again, hit the subscribe button. Hit the follow button on the podcast platform. Go like us on Facebook. Go like us on YouTube. Go like us on Twitter. Until next time, be blessed, be encouraged. Remember, Jesus Christ is coming back, and he's coming back soon. So don't be faint of heart, because Jesus has overcome the world. Until next time, bye-bye.